Welcome to the LYC Podcast. We are a youth community that believes in loving people and meeting them where they are. Our desire is that through this message, God's love for you is confirmed, your hope in Jesus is renewed, and your faith is awakened. The, the last night of our Even If series, which is what we've been in for the last four months, four weeks, sorry, not four months, four weeks, and uh, I led a message, uh, Matt led a message, I led a message, uh, and then this is kind of the wrap-up of that, and then next week, Matt will be speaking his own message, and I'm so excited. So, hey, be here, but also be at the next one, and then, spoiler alert, be at the next one after that, and then after that, and after that, and then forever, and then we'll always be friends, okay? Cool? Uh, yeah, uh, guys, I love you. So tonight uh, is a little different, Matt. Uh, as you can tell, we're uh, together up here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we were thinking about how could we wrap the series up in a way that's a little bit different. Um, we want to not just get up here and preach concepts and ideas. We also want to walk in the trenches with you a little bit. So tonight we're going to kind of go back and forth and ask some questions to each other and kind of give you some dialogue about how we've been processing the Even If series for ourselves. Um, because we are not anywhere close to perfect. Amen? Amen. Amen. We, are, we are not close to it. And so we want to give you a little peek behind the curtains of how we've been navigating the Even If series and also kind of give you some pro tips and some tricks on how we process Scripture following Jesus um, and navigating these hard things. And so um, quick recap, week one, Change in the Unchangeable God, preached by Sebastian Bear. It was amazing, delicious. Talking about even if change happens, God is still faithful. Come on, someone say amen. Come on, somebody. And so, oh, it is biblical. And so we're going to just go through, ask a few questions. We are not going to take 15, 30, 45 minutes an hour. Is this two hours long? I think it's our first episode of our podcast. Ah, yes. What's the name of our podcast? Give us an idea here. Um, Matt and Seb. More of, I'm more of a Seb and Matt kind of guy. I'm just kidding. No. Matt and Seb. Masibs. Matt Sebs. Sabathew. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So uh, Matt, um, do you want the other microphone? So you, yeah, take it. Take it. Um, okay. Well, let me go ahead and start with the first yeah. question here. So change in the unchangeable. Change in the unchangeable. So uh, Sebastian talked a lot about just the dynamics of what happens when change happens. How do you handle it? And so I'm going to ask Sebastian, can you take me through a moment where you experienced perhaps an unexpected change and how did God show up in it, in it and through it and how did he help you navigate it? Yeah. So for me, uh, I don't know if you guys remember 2020, 2020 was a year that uh, maybe it was just my family, but we experienced uh, this thing called coronavirus. Um, I don't know. You guys have heard of it. I don't know. But uh, for me and my family, uh, we experienced um, very early on. It was probably September uh, 2020 is when, when we when it actually like hit our family. And it, it happened with my, my grandfather, uh, literally like within two days, um, just his health went so uh, down really fast. And then he went to the hospital and then he was in the hospital by himself for three days and then, and then, and then he passed away. So within a span of a week, I, I found my, I found out my grandfather had COVID and then, um, he, he passed away. And what was so sad about that was we could, this was so early in COVID, we couldn't even visit him. So, uh, it was it was just this, this whole situation. So, uh, in the process, my, my grandfather passed away in the hospital. Didn't even get to say goodbye. Didn't get to say do any of those things. Um, uh, and then um, at my uh, 
grandfather's funeral, actually, my dad started showing symptoms, and it turns out that he got COVID from my grandfather who passed away from it. So for me, you can imagine, I'm like, I just lost my grandfather. I'm about to lose my dad. And it hit my dad hard. It, it, it really affected him, and, and it was like, it, I, I'm so thankful for my family, my, my, my aunts and uncles, because they, I mean, we were processing this whole thing, but it was like, we're not going to stop because, you know, we have to do what we can. So, I mean, my family was just bringing stuff all over. But I remember at that time uh, experiencing the loss of my grandfather and uh, almost preparing myself for the, the the possibility of a change, like losing a father. And and some of us have experienced that. And, and but for me... Um, uh, I remember having this uh, kind of talk with the Lord with, when, whenever I went, you know, God, I don't want you to, to take my father. I, don't, I want you to heal him. I believe you can heal him. I believe you can take him. But even if you don't, I'm not going to leave you. Yeah. I'm not going to stop believing in you. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. I know you're going to use it for my good, but I, I'm in this forever and you can take my father but i i will not stop loving you and i know you will love me through it and i know that there's going to be a strengthening that happens and you're going to turn it and use it for good but lord if you will and 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 just my prayer my prayer was that was god if if it happens i won't leave you um if this change happens I will still have faith in you. And I remember praying that. And, and fortunately enough, he, he, he got healed and, and he got better. And um, that, that wasn't the case. But I remember that conversation whenever I was speaking with, with God in my prayer time, which was, even if you take my dad, um, I won't stop loving yeah. you. And I know you won't stop loving me. So, yeah, that, yeah. that's kind of mine. You know, that's, that's so intense and heavy. I didn't realize we were getting that heavy right yeah. off the bat. We're that's, here. That's usually how I go. It's, it's how we go. You know, it's a great point to, to bring up John 10.10. 10. If you have your Bibles, you can look at John 10.10. 10. It says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come to give us life and life more abundantly. Amen, anybody? Amen. Come on. So when we find ourselves in these what-if situations, what if my father, what if COVID, what if this, we ground ourselves in the Word of God, the infallible, the truth, the unshakable Word of God that tells us, no, Lord, this isn't your will. This isn't your will. So we're going to fight for what God's word says, that life and life more abundantly. And that's, that's fantastic. Can I get my little story on it? Absolutely. Okay, so I, uh, guys, I bought a house a couple years ago. It was amazing. Um, right in the process of buying my house, I'd say three months after buying my house. Now, that's a major life purchase. Uh, none of you are there quite yet. You're going to get there. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a lot of fun. I bought my house. I was, had a great job. I was started, first started dating Kimberly. Hey, yo, my Ooh. fiance up front. Amen. Lord, thank you. All good things come from the Lord. Right. She's from the Lord. Um, so, no, I literally I had this uh, amazing job. I bought a house. And then literally three months after purchasing my house, my company went under that I was working for. Uh, we were having a regular Tuesday morning meeting. We were all excited. I was leading my company in sales. Things are great. I'm like, God, you're amazing. Praise the Lord. And then some guy I've never met comes up on our Zoom call and is like, hey, my name is Bob. Um, effective immediately, you're all fired. Um, and this immense weight of literally, like, I'm not even kidding. They're laughing back there. That was literally the conversation. He said it very HR correct. Like, correct. Uh, we would like to formally let you all know that you will no longer have a future with this company. We will be scheduling e- uh, Zoom calls the rest of the day to let you know what we're going to do with you now that you're no longer an employee. Gosh. And so mine was four hours later that day. 
So for four hours, I had to sit in my house. I didn't go to any of my appointments because they were all canceled because there's no more company. And I sat there for four hours like, oh my gosh, Lord, like you've abandoned me. You got me this job. I bought a house. I put a, a huge risk in. I got bills to pay. I got stuff to do. I have a, a future girl that I want to marry someday. Like I got, I got a lot on my plate. And uh, it turns out I did get let go. The company went completely under. They shut down all their doors, no business whatsoever. And what's funny is the second to last day of me working with Entry Point, uh, with Zabitat, the company I was working for, they actually scheduled me an appointment to train another company's employees. And so my second to last day, I literally, I, I, they're out there. He flew out to meet me. I'm like, hey, we have no appointments. I'm sorry. They're shutting down the company. And he said, hey, so tell me about you. And we started talking. And over the course of three hours, this guy decided to hire me, pay me more than I was making before, buy the same company van and said, hey, you seem to know what you're doing. I just trust you. I'm going to let you run the business in the Carolinas, hands off and give you a raise. And awesome. so what the enemy meant for evil, Romans 8.28, God meant for good. Well, that's not Romans 8.28. That's the story of Joseph. But God meant for evil. Uh, what the enemy meant for evil, God meant for good. What the enemy was trying to do to jack me up and cause me fear, the Lord stepped in and intervened. So even in your finances, even in the big mm -hmm. life decisions, even if change happens, come on, yeah. plug it back in, right. God is still faithful, amen? Yeah. Amen. You want to go to question yeah. two? So question two, you um, led us in the amazing message that was titled, What If, Even If. Yeah. So practically, um, can you, can you kind of go, not rehash, but kind of more, um, trying to think of a question yeah. for that. Um, well, I mean, yeah, it, was, it was a relatively simple thought about whatever your situation may incur or may occur in your life, God's response to your what if is even if. Yeah. And so the key takeaway from that is that it's not about you just being a strong person. It's not about your strength. Yeah. One of the, mess the greatest message ever preached, in my opinion, was the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is throwing down some heavy-hitting punch in your face, two-by-four to the cheek, like kind of, kind of preaching. It makes you just like, oh, that hurt. Like that, that's the preaching he was doing. And he was talking about, hey, the Old Testament said if you uh, commit adultery, that's sin. The New Testament, hey, if you even look at somebody and think it in your mind of like lusting after someone, that's just as bad as adultery. And the people are like, oh, my gosh, like, how can anybody not sin now? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. changing the game. And the whole point of the message was to just realize you can't do it, so you need to tap into his ability to do it. That's the gospel. Yeah. I can't do it on my best day, guys. On my best day, I'm bad. And so our what if, even if message yeah. was simply about putting your faith and trust in the great I am. The one who was and is and is to come. The one who, when he speaks, universes are created. When he says, hey, Lazarus, the guy who was dead wakes up again. The one who says, hey, we don't have money to pay our tithe, our tithe, our taxes, Jesus. Yeah. And he says, Peter, go fishing. Open up the fish's mouth. And there's the exact amount of money you need to pay your taxes. Like, that's the God we serve. And so the whole point of what if, even if. Take it, take it off your plate. It's yeah. not your burden to carry. Trust the Lord, and He'll provide for you. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a real simple thought. L let me let me bounce yeah. to you real quick. Uh, we don't want to be long. We're gonna. What, what time do you want to call it? 
Let's, get, let's, let's do one more question. Let's just get to the questions. Yeah. Okay, let's get through one more. Uh, it's a couple more. So Sebastian preached in the last most recent message about, um, obviously, we talked about the story in Deuteronomy as well as in um, Joshua about yeah. them entering the promised land and them sending the spies in. It was in Numbers. In. It was actually in Numbers. Oh, it was numbers in Numbers? In Joshua, yeah. Come on now. Did you pay attention? Uh, okay, okay. Take notes, people. I'm going to get called out in front of everyone. Actually, I was like, wait, was it in Deuteronomy? Was it Deuteronomy? <laughs> So, he was talking about the 10 yes. spies being sent in, and one of the key points that he mentioned is that we need to assess our giants. What are the things you're facing? What are the things that intimidate you? And so, Sebastian, I'll ask you, really put on the spot yes. here. What are the giants in your life that you're assessing and trying to come up with a game plan to address in your life? Well, um, I think... No pressure. Um, I'll, I'll speak to a time whenever I was kind of... Uh, about to t graduate high school. Um, I, I've talked about it before, but a giant for me was, um, what am I gonna do after high school? What am I gonna do with my life? You know, what's my life gonna mean? What's my purpose? You know, God, what have you called me to? What is the thing, God? Just put it in stone so I can just do it and I don't have to do anything. There's no faith involved. You're just gonna tell me and I'm just gonna be so good because I'm so obedient anyway that I'm just gonna, I just need that. Um, I wish it was that, uh, but uh, for me, it was I, was I was at high school, uh, about junior senior year, and uh, I had this this giant that was, uh, what am I going to do with my life? What, what is it? What is my life going to mean? And I mean, I remember thinking like, okay, like the route that I'm on now with the decisions that I'm making is not going to be a good route because I'm making a lot of bad decisions. I'm I'm not having like like I'm trying to have fun because I'm like, oh, junior senior year, let me just have some fun because you know you know last time these are the times these are the memories that I need to make you know all this stuff. Um, so that route was not going well for me. So I really had this uh, nudging uh, because again I, I grew up going to church. I grew up going to youth group, and, and that there was something that I just knew that I needed to be there for. And but I was conflicted because. I was having, I was trying to have fun, but I was also trying to live for the Lord, and this was not working. So for me, uh, my giant was what am I gonna, what am I gonna do? Uh, for me, that faith jump, uh, that that giant uh, leap or that that leap that I was taking to defeat that giant was, um, okay, God, what do you want to do with my life? And then rather than saying, okay, God, I'm gonna do this. This is what I want to do. Uh, I really kind of uh, in a in and what I think is is a very uh, faith way. Uh, I said, God, it doesn't matter what I do. I just want you. I don't matter what, what, what pays the bill. It doesn't matter what pays the bills uh, because you're going to take care of me because it's not my college degree or my finances that, that sustains me. It's you. Amen. It's not um, the, the badge or the, the degree of my wall that says I'm qualified. It's you. Um, it's not... Um, all these things, it's not the $100,000 a year, it's not the whatever uh, that says uh, I'm enough. Um, it's not all these things, uh, it's, it's you, Father. And, and really what that led me to was really um, taking it all in and saying, okay, God, even if I get whatever I want, it's not going to be enough. But God, I see this path that is you. And I'm going to take a step or a leap towards you. I'm going to trust you. And, and for me, that was Bible college. Uh, for me, that was intentionally pursuing God. For me, that was intentionally taking a step saying, okay, God, I'm leaving my friends. I'm leaving what I'm doing. I'm leaving, you know, all this stuff. And God, whatever you want to do, I want you to do it. You have free range. It, there was just this willingness in me that said, okay, God, I want what you want. And, and the great thing about it is God wants really great things for you. So, uh, again, 
any plan that you think up, um, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not as good as the plan that he's thought up for you. Amen. So I would rather walk in the plan that he has for me because it's just better. Yeah. It's just better. So I think often we get uh, confused when we really try to plan and we really try to plan for, uh, um, say, okay, God, you know, this is what I'm going to do, all this stuff. But really, have we assessed it with the Lord? Have we really gone to the Lord and said, okay, God, what do you want me to do? So um, that was my giant. My giant was what I was going to do with my life. Wow. I don't know. Maybe some of you guys might have the same same giant. So, yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it's, it's good. Well, it doesn't matter. Does it answer, it answer your me. question? Is that is that... Is that a, cool. well, you want me to get mine? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I always want to hear your so answer. Mine, I, I really don't want to talk about mine because it, it sucks and I, I don't feel good about it, but I think it's good. This is why yes. we're trying to do this we're, for vulnerability. We're vulnerable. Right? So if I can be completely transparent with you guys, I don't feel like my giant is like an actual giant person or a bill or anything like that. There's this deep feeling and fear inside of me um, of just not being enough, truthfully. Um, it's tough. It's it's one of those things that just keeps you up. It makes you reevaluate your life every few minutes, every few seconds, the decisions you're making, just not feeling like you're enough. Um, and you think about giants as something standing in front of you, but I feel like the biggest giant is this battle in my heart and in my head of um, I, I'm not enough. And that we talked about it. That's kind of the purpose of the gospel. It kind of gets you to the end of yourself. Um, but I'll be candid. Getting to the end of yourself is really scary. Because when push comes to shove and you have to step out onto the water of following Jesus and you're not going to know if your foot will sink through or not, it's beyond terrifying. And, and obviously I'm pursuing obviously marriage with that sweet Kimberly Copley up front. And, and one of the things the enemy just weighs on my heart is, Matt, you're not going to be enough. You're, you're, you're not going to be enough. You're broken. You're flawed. You're, you're selfish. You're picky. And some of that's true. A lot of that's true, actually. Um, but the thing that I've been doing to battle and assess this is I'm going back to the root of who said it. Yeah. Who said it, right? Uh, uh, I can't remember the scripture. I think it's First or Second Timothy three seventeen that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but that of a sound mind. Yeah. So if God didn't give me a spirit of fear, who did? I'm gonna say it again. If God didn't give me the spirit of fear, then who did? And a lot of this that I've been processing internally is going back into my history of my life and figuring out when I picked up fear and laid down sound mind. Yeah. And it's not just like this one big fear and this one big sound mind. A lot of the times we have compartmentalized our life into, I have a sound mind and when it comes to worship, but I have a spirit of fear with my finances or a spirit of yeah. fear with my relationships or a spirit of fear about my parents' health or whatever it might be. And so for me, the way I've been assessing my giants is just slowly and methodically and with pastors yeah. and with friends and even with Kimberly here, processing why did I pick up fear and how do I lay it down? Yeah. And a lot of it comes to with repentance. God, I'm sorry. I didn't have to pick that up. Why am I picking that up? Yeah. And every time God's so faithful to meet you there and encourage you and pick you back up, it says in Psalms 45, he'll set your feet back on the rock and establish you and he'll put a new song in your mouth. And so it is challenging. It is uh, difficult. It is emotional. Yeah. It's so worth it. Mm -hmm. It's so worth it. 
because I, I know I'm, I'm almost emotional. You guys probably never seen me cry. I know Kimberly's seen me cry like maybe once, probably not even. Um, but on, there's this valuable thing that when you press through it and come out on the other side, you then have this strength, and I'll call it, this is a big church word, anointing to turn around and help other people do it. Yeah. And so I'm fighting for this in my life for Kimberly and I's future children and their children, and their children's children. You know what I'm saying? I'm, the battle I'm going to win for me is going to be generational. It's going to bless my children. and Hopefully it'll bless you guys too and your children's children down the road. Um, but that's what happens when you assess your giants. Yeah. Joshua and Caleb took down the giants and assessed it properly. They assessed it properly. Yeah. The others didn't. But when they did take down the giants, it was generational victory. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, we went way too long. Dude, I don't care. I'm sorry. Well, I care. They got cereal. 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 There's, yeah, there's milk's milk. get, the milk's getting soggy. You, can we pray? You want to just call and pray? Let's pray. Yeah. I think we, yeah. we ended Let's in a sweet spot. Let's go. Yeah. Um, guys, I'm going to pray for us real quick. Is that okay? Yeah, I'm going to pray for us. Um, one thing that's just been on my heart lately, and I'm just going to be quick with it, is that God wants to restore the hearts of fathers back to kids and the hearts of kids back to fathers. Um, I know that's a very heavy and a weighty topic. And I don't know what your relationships are like with your dads and whatnot, but there's a reality that there is a vast epidemic across our nation. There's a lot of people who may have dads in their life, but they're maybe not present. They may have dads not even in their home. And so I want to just pray overarchingly over us, over our friend group, over maybe your parents, uh, that God would restore hearts of fathers and mothers back to kids and hearts of kids back to their parents. Because God cares about family being whole. Uh, one way or another. Yeah. And so uh, we're going to pray for that in all the various situations. And I'll pray for food and we'll dismiss. Absolutely. Let's get it. Lord, we thank you so much for your grace that is for today. Lord, thank you so much that you love us and you meet us in the spaces and places that we dine with you. Uh, so God, I ask, Lord, that you would truly come in and restore the hearts of our parents back to us, Lord, and that you, Lord, would restore our hearts back to our parents, God. I thank you that in this age and in this generation, in Gen Z, Lord, that you will be a great reconciler of people. Lord, that this generation is marked by a hunger for transformation, a hunger for your presence, Lord. And so we release them. We bless them, Lord. We love them, Jesus. And we pray that you would encounter them and change their life every moment that they are alive on this planet. Uh, God, bless the cereal bar. Yes, bless yes. the hands that are sorting the cereal, even as we speak, Lord. I pray that this tonight would be a fun, refreshing enjoyable night in jesus name everybody said amen, amen. all right uh, you want to dismiss my table yes dismiss my table hey, just, just, just. we hope you've been inspired by this word to help awaken your faith on a regular basis subscribe now so you can be alerted when we have a new message thank you so much for listening